Ace Podcast. Weird. La 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 la. Weird news podcast. La 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 la. Weird news podcast. La 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 la. Weird news podcast. La 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 la. Weird news podcast. It's weird. You stepped away from the microphone and I I sang. That's what I'm gonna do when you're not in position. Did you hear that train go by? I did. We're 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 at the alternate studio and I didn't know there were train tracks anywhere near here. Yeah. And I thought yeah. these walls were soundproofed, no. but apparently, did you make that whistle? I did. I printed that whistle. Look at that. It, it works pretty well. So on uh, one of the prizes on our uh, fabulous fall we'll freebies. Be a, a slobbery <laughs> whistle that Craig has blown into. A 3D printed train whistle. I could do that. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Weird. My name is Aaron. My name is Craig, and this is episode 205. 205. It's Two only, we're 195 five. away from, two, from 400. We're 95 away from, what did you say? We're 195 away from 400. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we're halfway there. <laughs> Living on a prayer. Anyhow, this is the podcast that brings you the best in weird news coverage from all over the world. And Craig, have we got some weird stories tonight? We do, but first we got to talk about movies. And you did not do your homework. I didn't see a movie. This I, I texted you today because I panicked. It's it's amazing how much time a real job takes from 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 I know, a person. It you really know? does. Plus the movie pass things tanking, and you don't really get to see as many movies as you could before. Uh, there's a lot out I want to see, but I didn't see anything. So I've just I've just resorted to watching movies at home. Yes, and and I rewatched what I found to still hold up to this day 25 years later something yeah. like that Dumb and Dumber the original no oh Speed oh I rewatched Speed with Keanu Reeves and your favorite Sandra Bullock I, no she's not my favorite but and, uh, I like him I like him in Dennis uh, Hopper oh yeah Dennis Hopper I like uh, Keanu Reeves in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent well who Adventure. doesn't yeah. they're gonna make a third one who's gonna be in it him and um, no what's his face are they really what are they like? Uh, Winter, it, Alex Winter. Are they in the nursing home now? How, how did he sign up? It seems like people be, love the movie. It's for the fans. I'm it's sure. a great movie. It's, it's the a second great movie. one I loved. And the yeah, second one was funny. But uh, yes, yeah, so I watched Speed, and what I was surprised about was how entertaining it was, and it wasn't super dated. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, that's amazing. It, it just wasn't super dated. It just didn't feel that way, and it was actually really good. And I'm really. Don't, I don't like. Um, I don't like all these remakes, Me but I couldn't help but think, what if Jerry Bruckheimer got a hold of this? Because it would be twice the explosions. It would be. <laughs> See, I, I'm anti-remakes. I am too. Especially now that Papillon's about to come out because that, in my but mind. But you're going to watch it. And I am going to go see it, it and I will review it here on the podcast. But but I would just say speed. And then to follow this up, I don't want to make this drag out because this is old movies. Then I watched, not setting out. For it to, and I wasn't setting out to have some kind of a theme, but I watched another Keanu Reeves movie. Why? Because I like this movie. Okay. Point Break. Oh, that is a good. The one. original, yeah. because Gary Crazy Man Busey's yes. in it. Uh, Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers, your favorite band. Yeah. And uh, you know, they're say not something. my favorite anyway, band, but he um, is in it, so I can't disagree um, with that. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Peppers whatsoever. We've discussed that okay, so anyway, ad nauseum. So uh, Patrick Swayze. Yep. Is it? May he rest in peace. And, oh, and it made me sad. Yeah. But uh, I I like that movie. I do too. So I'm going to give... I'm gonna you give know they remade it. I, I, I don't want to talk about that though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't enjoy the remake. So, that makes you feel any better. So I'm going to give uh, Point Break 
four four and a half out of five surfboards. Good. Yeah, I yeah, like it because it's really good. Yeah, it's classic. Speed. Yes, is gonna get definitely gonna get five out of five time bombs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was. It wasn't a time bomb. Or, or should I say, four out of five miles per hour? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a time bomb. Well, but the closest thing it was I, a speed bomb. It was a speed bomb. Yeah. Well, no. Well, there were different bombs. Yeah, that's true. There, there, I, mean, I was telling you the other day that I forgot in this movie. I forgot there's actually three kind of chapters in this movie. There's the first part, which is the introduction to the bad guy, you know, Dennis Hopper, and where the people are in the elevator. Yes. And then that's a whole section. And on see, its I'd own. forgotten about that until you mentioned it to me. And then I don't know why I just went. And then uh, made a smacking noise. I guess I guess this drink is so good. These beverages they have in the studio now are so good. Yeah, I had a friend, um, Holly, who I talked about, who came and helped me at Bass Pro, at, at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she she listened and she What's said, "Bass work." She had uh, she tried these. She likes a little bit of sweetness in hers, though. Yeah, I do too. That's what I put in this one. Yeah, she, I didn't stevia. even tell her about that. I put stevia. In but then she went out and bought me a fizzy drink from from. Uh, a, another store near us and it was incredible you ever notice that when i'm in the middle of telling a story you want to change the story well, you, you brought up these drinks i thought I went, well because i smacked my lips pe- people was... pay attention to what we discuss here. um so the first part is the elevator the second part's the main part of the movie you expect to see which is about the bus yeah staying 50 miles an hour or faster or right. it's gonna bl- blowed up it blowed up and then of course at the end there's a whole nother section where you have to get the bad guy because he's resorted to other things now because he's been, his plan's been foiled on the bus. Yeah, and then and then you find out that everything that this is all a computer generation and we're we're actually just like in a lab. No, that's a different movie. Oh, I didn't watch that Keanu movie. Oh, which interesting enough, the first Matrix. Yeah, by the way, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, we're I, not talking. You're talking. I thought we were talking Speed Matrix. No, that's that was the one that nobody saw. That the, was that was that was that was packaged with Kazam because the bus was actually just pixels. Right. I get yeah. You. yeah. It's just not funny. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> interesting fact, and I don't know why this is. Yeah. But the very first Matrix in the first like five minutes of the movie, the Nashville skyline shows up. I didn't know that. You'll see the WKDF sign in the background. Wow. And it's it it has nothing to do with anything. Do you remember when it was WKDA and then they changed yes. it and made a big deal out of it? Yes, and all that? but only the KDF sign is in the movie, not the KDA sign. Well, yeah. But, but what's weird is this movie, they're not in Nashville. But for some reason, if you go back and watch, anyone in Nashville or anyone who knows the Nashville skyline from, you know, that, that part of the skyline hadn't changed really. Uh, go back and watch the first like five minutes when he's chasing, um, I don't know her name. I'm just totally blanking on her name. Uh, main chick. Sandra Bullock? No, the main baddie chick. Uh, I don't remember. Um, he's chasing. They're they're running through stairs. Anyway, in the background, you see the Nashville skyline, which is weird. I'm thinking the green a, screen, and then they had some stock footage. They had of something. A city. I, yeah. I, I read something about that. I don't know if there was ever an answer. Anyway, so every, it, for those of you who are not asleep yet, <laughs> really, it's, it's the worst. For, for, I thought we had the worst review. This may break the record for the worst movie. Reviews. It may be, but you know what comes up next? Top story: Huge cross border drug tunnel from Mexico found in former. You know what was found? I don't have the button. For what? KFC. <sighs> I'm really sad because most of and our- And I've got space now that we, that we don't do the- uh, That we've stopped the summer. Yeah, super yeah summer. but did you do diligence to make sure it was no, on there No, man, today? I've been busy. So anyway, you know where they found this? Where? Cross-border drug tunnel. That's a border. That's a, that's a, that's a tunnel that goes from one side of the border to the other. Yes. Cross-border. From Mexico- to America. the United States yeah. of America, under the wall, they found it in a former underneath a former KFC outlet. Isn't that funny? This brings you know what it brings to mind? Chickens, uh, Breaking Bad. I would lost lost 
Los Lobos. There's a chicken. There's a fast food chicken store that's a main part of that show. I don't watch that show, so I wouldn't know. You should. It's the greatest television show ever in the history of television. I don't think so. Yes, sir. No. Yeah. Well, Name one better. Fargo. That was second. That's second. No. That's the second greatest television. That's a good one. That's a sitcom, though. <laughs> that didn't count. It's a show. <laughs> it's a sitcom, though. You're telling me 10 Speed and Brown Shoe isn't one of the best shows ever on TV. <laughs> What was the show we were talking about the other day with Jeff Goldblum? You remembered? What was that one called? Holmes and Yo-Yo? Holmes and Yo-Yo. Yeah. You're telling me Holmes and Yo-Yo It's not as good as that? <laughs> or it's better than that? It what breaks my heart is that show showed up on a top 10 worst TV shows of all time. Made you sad. You it died, did you died make a little sad, inside. Because my dad and I used to laugh and laugh. But to be honest, you were also like, you know, kind of out of your minds anyway. No. No. Hey, Pops. Hey, Pop still listens. Hey. Hey, I saw Pops last Sunday. Really? Yes. Would he tell you, like, if I was to go back in time, would he be saying, hey, Aaron, don't interrupt Craig while he's telling the top story? No, he loves it when I interrupt you, and so does Mom. Well, she's just, she's mad because I pick on you. <laughs> yeah, she is. That's okay. He, Aaron, people don't know this. He picks on E. Whatever. He picks on my son E. Oh, I do. Mercil- so, mercilessly. So it's kind of the circle of life. <laughs> I, pick on, I pick on Aaron. He picks on E. Well, he doesn't pick on anybody because we'll pummel him. But, that's but you know, basically, yeah, actually, you out. made him tap out. Make him tap <laughs> yes, out. Which is awesome because he is in this, what, a judo or something? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-johnson or something. But uh, you made him tap out at your old age. I mean, yeah. you're. He, he says I didn't. And Glenna says he didn't either. But here's the funny thing about that. Yeah. I, we He starts this thing with me the other day. She wouldn't know. She can't feel we were his literally, hand. We were literally underneath, like, uh, a table next to the couch like this little table we're up <laughs> under it because that's how far we've fallen right yeah and all i can see in this little it's like i'm basically looking at a diorama of his head <laughs> i'm looking in a box and there's just a head in there right yes, and and i see awesome. his hand come up and he's like tap 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 and he denies it completely yeah, he denies it but i you know what i trust you craig we've been friends a you long should. time and i've only known e like 16 years uh, yeah so it's yeah. almost 17 Almost, yeah. So, anywho, would you would would you maybe think I should go back to the story? Oh, are we doing top story? Yes. Okay, go ahead. A tunnel from Mexico, nearly six hundred feet long and twenty two feet wide, used for smuggling high powered drugs through a former Kentucky Fried Chicken outlet, has been discovered in San Luis, Arizona. Hey, that's really that that's a lot like uh, Breaking Bad, right? I there. literally got through one <laughs> sentence before you interrupted me. On Wednesday, Homeland Security investigators announced that the tunnel was found last week after the San Luis Police Department pulled over Ivan Lopez, the owner of the former KFC outlet, and a canine unit alerted officers to tool, uh, two <laughs> toolboxes in his truck, which contains a huge range of drugs. So this guy, this was probably in, in uh, they were, it was probably active while the restaurant was still open then. Well, the guy owned the building and it was they were i, I don't know wasn't there man i don't know okay. layoff i don't right. know all right go ahead scott brown a homeland security investigation was special that downtown a- scott brown yes okay a homeland security investigation special agent stated he had over 118 kilograms of methamphetamine over six kilograms of cocaine and over three kilograms of fentanyl of uh, fentanyl fentanyl, fentanyl. fentanyl. Is it fentanyl? No, it's fentanyl. Fent, fent, fentanyl. Fent, fentanyl. Oh, fuck. That's where they play the concerts in Nashville. <laughs> no, or that, fentanyl. That's concert all. <laughs> no, it's fentanyl. <laughs> no, it's font, that, that's fentanyl. All right. Okay. Uh, I saw so, Steve Martin there. He had over 13, not Steve Martin, but this guy had 13 <laughs> kilograms of white heroin. Well, Steve might back in the day. And over six, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I don't, no, I don't really think no, about him. No, you should not. Well, I mean, being in the show He's business. He's never been a druggie. No. no. Why would you accuse him of that? I wouldn't. Well, I didn't. I'm a big fan. I was just saying back in the day, maybe he came across some i didn't say he owned it now chuck from three dog night he was a now he, well, he might have yeah just rub that in his face but well, he's, his three he's dog. clean and sober now anywho 
back to our story, which takes us to a little KFC outlet. Um, he had, oh man, he had all this racist, these racist drugs. He had white heroin and six <laughs> kilograms of brown heroin. Just the three kilograms of, of fontanel, uh, fentanyl translates into over three million dosage units. Goodness gracious. Brown said earlier in the day before Lopez was pulled over, he had removed toolboxes from the old KFC. The time travel tunnel. <laughs> it's not a time travel tunnel. Oh, no, it's the tunnel traveled <laughs> from a home. It, the tunnel can travel? It's amazing. It's uh, a magic tunnel. Uh, from a home. Oh, I'd like to have a magic tunnel. That'd be kind of cool. It would you be could, cool. You could just go, okay, I'm going to go to what if there was a Hawaii. Magic, what if there was a magic tunnel at the back of your garage? Or And you programmed in where you're going to drive. You drive out. You drive in the tunnel and you pop out wherever you want to be or in you in your diner you go back in the back and there's a there's like a closet and you walk through and it takes you to 1962 no that's already been done oh oh by the way i'm reading a stephen king book right now i want to tell you about it it's called on writing <sighs> it's amazing it's so good everybody has said you got to read this book did they also say you should let me finish the story yeah they did okay so the time traveling tunnel went from a home in san luis rio colorado uh sonora mexico what? Mexico. In San Luis, Rio, Colorado, Sonora, Mexico. Goodness what? gracious. To the former KFC outlet where the tunnel opening, get this, the tunnel opening was only eight inches in diameter. Oh, my gosh. They um, just had to push stuff through on a skateboard or something. Yes. According to CBS News, the Mexican side of the tunnel exited through a trapdoor underneath a bed. That's Hogan's Heroes. Uh, after discovering the drugs in Lopez's truck, law enforcement searched the KFC building and found the tunnel. Authorities said the tunnel, uh, the drug smugglers used a rope to yank the drugs from the tunnel. Uh, this is that's like uh, the Great Escape, Steve McQueen. Yeah, that's about what that was. Yeah. They had just enough room to get on an old board and ride through the thing. Did I ever tell you I didn't really enjoy that movie? I think you did, but you're yeah. insane. No, I didn't. I didn't like April, it. I love that movie. It doesn't and stand up to time. Let me put it that it way. It does too. No, sir. It's history. It does not. Most of it was historical. Papillon does. Most of it was historical footage. <laughs> In April 2007, hysterical footage, maybe. In April 2017, Border Patrol agents found a collapsed and abandoned cross-border tunnel near Raúl Hector Castro port of entry. I said that weird because it's port of entry, but I said it like it was so many different things. Well, there's a lot of words there. Raúl Hector Castro Hector. port of entry. Hector. The tunnel traveled roughly 200 feet into Arizona. You think... Uh, We've got ground-penetrating sonar. Why can't we find this stuff before it happens? You think maybe Randall had anything to do with it? Why would Randall? Arizona. What? Does he live in Arizona? Randall? Yeah. No. Where does he live? Oklahoma, uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay, another one. My bad. I guess. <clears throat> you know. Randall, that's what you know. That's why you love me more, because I know things about you. <laughs> hey, you want to know how to really make a cop mad? In Florida. Headline is, Florida man attempts to rob a Krispy Kreme. Wait, that makes me mad. Demands money and donuts. Which I say, if you're going to go to the trouble of robbing a place, that would be a good one to do. Just rob the donuts. Don't take the money. Absolutely. I mean, I would. But anyway, a Tallahassee, Florida man demanded no, more. No, kids, kids, kids. Wait, wait, wait. Don't rob oh, yeah. anybody. No, we're joking. We're, we're just saying between the two, if you're going to a donut place, absolutely. how about you stack about 30 or 40 dozen in the back of my car? Yeah, and then I'll move it. Never mind. But... And Krispy Kreme, it's the only donut. It's, it's the, not, no, there are other ones. There are not. No, there are not. It's there's just other apples things, and oranges. No. There's other things they call donuts. In my book, there's only one donut. Oh, what a, what a nightmare. What if there were only one donut? 
Like phys- physically only left. one, yes. not even a business, just <laughs> yes. one leftover imagine, donut. Can you imagine the eBay price on that thing? World's it wouldn't, it wouldn't last donut. Good. It wouldn't taste very good. Okay, anyway, this man demanded more than just cash when he allegedly attempted to rob a Krispy Kreme in Gainesville on Friday. According to police, he also asked for donuts. The suspected robber, identified as a Sawate A. Wright. Hey, Mr. Wright. Anybody's looking for Mr. Wright? They found him at the, uh, there was. the Krispy Kreme. Uh, allegedly tried to rob the donut shop around 1.20 a.m. on Friday, demanding 10s, 20s, and some donuts. An employee... Uh, Maybe he wanted 10s and 20s of donuts. I'd take uh. the 10s and 20s and then say, thank you, now I'd like to buy some donuts. Yeah, can I buy yeah. some donuts? Yeah. She, uh, she was shocked and didn't respond when the robber repeated the same demand the clerk summoned another employee and the robber made the same demands again <laughs> she said hey hey joey come here listen to what he's asking me yeah yeah he wants he said he wants some donuts why are they talking like they're from jersey <laughs> he said he wants tens he wants 20s he wants some donuts and he wants some donuts uh the two clerks then called for their mail colleague when's this guy gonna get impatient and start shooting people I swear, who was in the back of the donut shop when wright made his <laughs> hey, demands hey dave hey, come here, this, this guy's guy, asking for all this, kinds of this stuff this guy wants free donuts hey, hang on a minute when the mail clerk arrived, he just told Wright to leave. You know what Wright did? He left. <laughs> but the police found him walking south of the Krispy Kreme and he was arrested shortly thereafter. So according to the Gainesville uh, Police Department, Wright admitted to asking for the money and wanted a donut off the secret menu. We've discussed the wow. secret menu. Do you remember our discussions of secret menu foods? Yes. Yeah. We need to, you know what? We need to refresh that because that's been over a year ago. I bet there's more well, I don't know. on the secret menu. I don't know what secret menus usually. But the the officer said instead of a secret menu donut and cash, he got a trip to the county jail. And that's all I got to say about that. how about that guy, Mr. Wright, Mr. Sawatu Wright? Mr. Wrong. Remember, kids? Yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do. Think about that for a minute. That kind of hurt your head, didn't it? It did not. No, no. I knew where you were going. That's why I went ahead and started the theme song. So you just... you. Is that how it's going to be now? It's not funny. I'm going to play your card. <laughs> it's funny when I say you're not funny, though. I know it is. When you say it, it sounds desperate. <laughs> it's not funny. No funny, man. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Are you ready for yes, this? I am. Are you I'm, hanging on the edge of your seat? Don't. A man defecated in front of a house and then... Surprise! And then punch the owner. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that adds insult to injury. Police in Panarth have issued a warning after a string of people defecating outside people's houses. <laughs> Night, this is going around. What is this, San Francisco? <laughs> and uh, the incidents of antisocial behavior have you know animals would probably consider it social. They probably would. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, would. but that's why we wear clothing. That's on a. Little animals in pants is kind of cute, though. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, you've seen the chicken in the blue trousers? <laughs> yes, and I've seen, the, I've seen the Ikea monkey with yeah, his little he's fashionable cra- coat. He's pretty crazy. The incidents of antisocial behavior have been happening on... Uh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I call foul on this. <laughs> that's a foul, all right. <laughs> <clears throat> have been happening on, I'm not making this up, Rectory Road Lane... <laughs> In the town. This is, this is the kids from the high school saying that's this this road was made for this. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> According to South Wales police, there have been a number of incidents of antisocial behavior reported in the lane over the past month. In the lane? Get over in the grass. <laughs> You're going to get hit. A 63-year-old man was given a caution 
for assault after punching a man who confronted him about defecating outside the man's house. In another incident, a 41-year-old man who defecated outside a house in the lane was given an antisocial behavior referral and banning letter. What do you put that on his resume? <laughs> Um, I've got I've got my resume and I've got some references and would you like my antisocial behavior referral at this point now? Or? You could call him any time. <laughs> yes. Three teenagers have also been given antisocial behavior referrals after that? they urinated outside a house. <laughs> what is an antisocial behavior referral? Um, I mean, could you get that for like breaking wind in a theater? Because uh, that's very antisocial. I think anything that's antisocial would probably... Is it a ticket? I wonder. I'm looking. Hold on. See what you can find out, because this is something I want to bring over here to the States. Uh, I'm think, not done with my story yet, dude. <laughs> I think everybody should be able to hand out antisocial behavior referrals. Uh, we need business cards that we just carry in our pocket. And just hand them to people. Yeah, and, and it's like a citizen's arrest, but it's a citizen's referral. Citizen's arrest! <laughs> okay, hold on. Ready? Okay, go ahead. I'm looking it up right now. Here we go. Antisocial search web. Here we go. Ready? Do it. Antisocial behavior referrals. Uh, I mean, do it tonight because we got we got a podcast. I'm trying, dude. I'm You're trying. right in the middle of a story, man. I should be looking this up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because you're useless. You don't even like to help. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, here you go. It doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, so three teenagers were also given the same thing after they urinated outside a house. Urinating and defecating in public is unsightly and blights the image of the town. Local officers are using antisocial behavior legislation to ban people who are causing problems from using the lane. I'm more concerned about what the lane is. <laughs> it's that rectory lane, man. The Safer Vale Partnership, which includes South Wales Police and the local authority, will be issuing banning letters to anyone participating in street drinking, verbal abuse, littering, and urinating in the lane. But they don't mention defecating. The proposed ban would be for a minimum of six months. What is so special about Rectory Lane? <laughs> that it got its own name. No, and... the, not that, but, but the... the <laughs> What is so great about that road that people get banned and they're upset about it? I don't know. Um, Maybe they have toilet paper trees. Everybody sorry. gets rolled. <laughs> up. They get a lot of TP'd. Good point. That's where the toilet paper grows. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sergeant Julie Maddock Smart uh, from Pernarth Police Station said, We understand the impact antisocial behavior can have on the community, and we take incidents of antisocial behavior very seriously. Urinating and defecating in public is unsightly and blights the image of the town. It will not be tolerated by us or the safest, uh, the safer veil partnership. You, you sound like a lady. What's her name from uh, from uh, Mr. Rogers? Ooh, I hate that lady. <laughs> she was creepy. The creepy the one was his yeah. aunt. Yeah, yeah. That one, yeah. We will adopt a zero tolerance approach and continue our partnership work to make the town welcoming and enjoyable for everyone. Anyone, I say anyone, with any information on antisocial behavior can report it. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Can I report it by, by calling 101. 101. Oh, good old 101. Good old 101. Hey, you know, it's always a sad, sad time when, when your grandparents pass away. This crap never happens to me. Have you? I remember when my grandfather passed away, we cleaned out his house. You know, we found some really cool, neat old stuff that he had. Never anything like this, though. No. Headline is, students find, or student finds Lamborghini and Ferrari left untouched for 20 years in his grandma's garage. What the heck? <laughs> grandparents, from past experiences, tend to have a lot of unused stuff tucked away in their houses. 
Uh, my my granddad's seller had a couple of recycled bikes that it, this is what the guy writing the article right. said uh, that had been passed down from cousin to cousin and a few saws and tools. You know, that sounds pretty much like my grandfather's normal, place. Normal yeah. stuff. But way up in the attic, which was surprisingly massive for a relatively humble home, there was a medium-sized pool table. Okay, that's a cool surprise. That's nice. Yeah, you know, thanks, Granddad. Who would have thought of putting a swimming pool in a table? Yes. Unfortunately, there were no Lamborghinis knocking about, which eight-year-old me would have just loved. But, you know, when I was eight years old, I don't think there were Lamborghinis. Uh, I don't know. But hey, You mean like the family? Yeah, I'm sure they were there. I'm not going to sit here and be bitter about one what, about what one grandchild recently uh, found in his grandma's garage after uh, discovering a dusty, abandoned 1981 Lambo Contact. And a Contact? Fer- yeah. Count- I, I wouldn't dare to begin to know how to pronounce that. I don't either. I'm not cultured enough. And a Ferrari 308 valued at 80,000 francs. <laughs> pounds 80,000 pounds that's a pretty heavy car that is Craig. pretty definitely uh the find was made by reddit user arrogant who posted a picture of the white vehicle with the caption despite the rust and dust grandma's 1981 lamborghini contact is the coolest her posts were met with i'm demands. pretty sure you're pronouncing that wrong it doesn't matter uh and more pictures and questions asking uh why they have been stored forever so he said what he said was my late grandpa bought it uh for his exotic car rental business in 1989 but after insurance costs became too high for him to operate the company, he kept the car and many others, including a, the Ferrari 308. You know why insurance became so hard? Yeah. He was renting Lamborghinis. <laughs> That'll make it. Yes. Outside in the leaky garage for 20 years instead of selling them. Don't ask me why. I have no clue. So the uh, the white Lamborghini, uh, similar to one seen in uh, 2013's The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, doesn't come cheap, Craig. That's a, that's a pretty massive find. There was another car they found recently. Remember they found the, the car from Bullet or something, the Mustang. Did they really? And they found it was in a junk heap somewhere. Are you serious? And they just found another car, and I'm blanking. One of our car people's like, like car people's, one of our car people like Carrie or somebody could tell us. There was another car. It was like a, um, it's one of the smaller cars. It might have been a prototype or i forget what it was they, they found this thing's worth a lot of money it was just literally sitting in a field just how about rusting that away. you know our buddy carrie he's he's recently I, married I, I just mentioned him yeah yeah, you know, yeah he is married yeah. he's he's recently married i mean just like two weeks ago uh you, did you hear ever tell you what his middle name was no on my wayward side <clears throat> it's a long long you, middle name you can just you can just edit, you can edit that part out right could you just you could snip? No, no, that, that's a good one. That's gold right there. Sorry, Carrie. Sorry, everyone who's listening. It's probably something like Charles. No, that'd be too close to the, Her, you, Herman. Herman, yeah. yeah Herman. Carrie Herman. Carrie Herman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> patient waited 62 hours for ambulance. Good grief. I hope he wasn't shot. A patient waited 62 hours for an ambulance while four. Uh, for trust, as people you trust a lot, yeah, took more than twenty four hours to respond to nine nine nine. Well, that's the problem. They called the wrong number. <laughs> no wonder they, I'm surprised they showed up at all. The patients' association said they were extremely concerning. I wonder if that's like the homeowners association in the hospital. I don't know. <laughs> this between, patient between June 2017 and June 2018, ambulances from four services took twenty four hours to reach patients, including some with breathing and mental health problems. Well, they were past tense by the time they got there. They didn't have those problems anymore. The I'm tr- better. The t- <laughs> no, I'm not I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. The, I'm better. The trust said the longest waits were for less serious calls, and they had to prioritize responding to people in life-threatening and urgent uh, Where is conditions. This? That's Chicago? Pro- it's not called pro- t- prioritizing. It's called 
triaging. Yes. That's what you say if you're a big hospital what-notter. What By the way. What-no-water. Ha, have you been watching the news about Chicago's uh, deadly weekends? No, I don't watch news. I don't either watch the I news. Listen I listen to my news here because that's all I need to hear. I do listen to the radio every once in a while. And when I'm, when I'm getting the stories for the show prep, I, I see a lot of the main news stories. But they're having like 50 people shot every weekend. Oh, that's crazy. You it's know, nuts. And none of them are getting hit by a... <laughs> by was, a plastic a, 3D whistle? <laughs> anyway, most ambulance services also reported achieving a national target of uh, the national target of responding to the most serious type of call in an average of eight minutes or less. You ever had to ride an ambulance? No. I had my parents picked me up from a car accident, and drove me to the hospital. We passed the ambulance on the way. That was my only chance to ever wow. ride an ambulance. Well, it's like, expensive. You don't I was like do you could have waited. You know, there's insurance you can get that'll cover if you ever had to be in a helicopter. Yeah. No, like if you ever, like, let's say you're in the middle of nowhere and they got a helicopter you're in, like yeah. you know, a life flight kind of thing. Yeah. There's a, it cost, oh, I forget how much, I mean, thousands upon thousands of dollars, like 30, 40, 50,000. So what crazy is it, like a rider you add to your health insurance? It's or? a, it's a, yeah, you, I don't know how you get it through. We reason I know is because we have a, uh, a family member who uh, had an episode and had to, you know, it was life-threatening and got put in a helicopter and he got the bill and it was, it, the negotiations I think came down to just put down what you want to pay us and he's like, okay. Because <laughs> they're going to get, do. they know they're not going to get this money, right? So, but there's a, um, 73 cents. Yeah, there's a, um, I paid it here. It's see, how many letters are in helicopter? <laughs> I'll add those up, a dollar a letter. So, uh, we're even. That's how I found out that you can actually get insurance though. Did you get it? No, I have not because I'm going to wait and see if I need it. Yeah. <laughs> does it work that way? <laughs> no, it does not. Okay. We know the demand. Has, we're going back to the, the, the people oh, who ahead. are slow. Go ahead. Yeah. We know the demand has gone up on health services as our population is getting older. We need to see the, le- uh, the level of investment increasing so our ambulances can respond in a timely way. Caroline Hardacres. Hardacres? 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 What, is she a big Tom Petty fan? Yeah. Caroline and the Hardacres. <laughs> Mother, Sylvia, 79, lay on paved stones in her back garden for three and a half hours after oh. falling and breaking her hip in high Wycombe. Oh, she didn't have that button you push and say, I've fallen. No. You know, we, we've alert. laughed about that most of our adult life, and we're going to want one of those one day. She said, <laughs> I think I rang six times in the end. She's bad last breath. She's dying. She, yeah, That's terrible. And each time they'd say, uh, they would have a clinician call back, and they didn't. Bless her heart, <laughs> it was so, literally. It was so frustrating just thinking, how long are they going to take? Actually, this was the daughter saying this. Oh, bummer. Well, she, was, she, she was upset, though. Now she needs an ambulance. Yeah. And my mom was going into shock. Her arms were shaking, but then she realized she had she was laying in a pool of water, and there was an electrical cord right next to her. <laughs> That's not funny. Her arm had gone numb. She was obviously cold because she was lying on pavement. Why didn't you spring for the heated pavement? <laughs> The ambulance and hospital staff have been fantastic. It's not their fault. Of course not. They're not the ones driving the ambulance. And the whole system is breaking down. When I was a child, you were told it would be a maximum of eight minutes for an ambulance, but three and a half hours is completely unacceptable. Well, what about 63 hours? That's acceptable. Oh. <laughs> Paul Jeff, it resets. That comes on out on the other end of the range. Yeah. Uh, Paul Jeffries from <laughs> South... What? What? You got this range, acceptable, unacceptable. Right. Then it gets acceptable after a certain amount. It, it, amount. Yeah, it circles. Oh, it's 63 a, a, hours? Eh. So Paul Jeffries from South Central Ambulance Service, which covers High Wycombe, said if patients experienced delays, it was because higher categories of t- calls took place. D- have you seen the um, 
we we may have talked about it. Did you see the show about uh, Flint, Michigan? It's on Netflix. Uh-uh. It's oh, it's Flint Town. Yeah, yes, I have seen that. And yeah. one of the very first shows, the the officer, she shows up, and the guy's like, yeah, I called like last yeah. night. He'd been shot or something. I forget yeah. what it was. She's like, I'm sorry, we're trying to get here. Yep. And they, they have nobody to run. I mean, you either have it, you don't. Man, that town is in shambles. Well, you know, Nashville, I, I, I think I can, I have people that I know that are in the in the firefighting. Uh, My nephew is a Metro policeman. Oh, I'm just bragging. I've got a nephew who's a. I've got a nephew who's a Metro policeman. Well, hell. It's great. Did we just become best friends? No. So, um, no. You know, Nashville talks like they don't have any money in there. And this isn't the news. This isn't anything that you need to point to anybody I know that could tell you this. I mean, this is in the news that they, that the equipment's breaking down. It's, it's outdated. It's wearing out. And the, nine, the 911 equipment? No, the, the fire department. All, oh, yeah. All the, and all these yeah. trucks, you know, leaking and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah. you want to be an A, you want to be like a triple A town. You got, you got your. You got your football now. You got your soccer coming in. You got Don't your baseball, your hockey. Hockey. Yeah. You've got all these big venues now. Speaking you did, of that, a few nights ago we had four or five different major things going on in Nashville. Like sixty thousand people descended on downtown. Yes, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Need to breathe. Need to breathe. Journey and uh, uh, Death Leopard. Def Leopard. Def Leopard. Yeah. And there was another one over at the Ryman. And you can't take that however many billions of dollars you're getting and buy a truck once a year. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. We're looking at you from That's right. up on our haughty little spot. Since you brought up sports, I, I just want you to know that I am thrilled to announce that college football starts. Well, this will be released Friday, this episode. It starts tonight. Roll Tide. Oh, stop. You're going to make me throw up. Actually, anyone that just heard that needs to understand, if you've been listening long enough, that I do not know anything about sports. But I do know one thing. When Aaron says he's a fan of football in Alabama, it's not... It's not Alabama. It's not Alabama. <laughs> but anyway, I got real excited. Just he stuck. loves the Auburn, though. I was pumped up thinking college football, college football, but then I remember Beth Moen's going to be back, so that kind of knocked the wind out of my sails a little bit. Doesn't she make those faucets? <laughs> she should. <laughs> Maybe she'd be good at that. A roll tide. <laughs> Beth Moen, if she's calling a game, I will mute the television and try to find it online somewhere to listen to. I'm like to. that if I hear Cher come on the radio. Yeah, me too. I, or me Barbara too. Streisand a lot of oh, times. Oh, same here. I'll we, jump across. We've got the same taste. Do we just become best friends again? Again. I <clears throat> would jump across alligators to turn <laughs> Cher off the radio. Yes. That's how much if I can. If I can turn back I will smack here. you. <laughs> What what about uh, babe? I've got you, babe. See, I, give it, I only give it a pass because of Sonny. Yeah, Sonny was amazing because well, he was funny, he was likable. Yeah, sure. But he couldn't steer away from trees. <laughs> Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Golly, he's the second person that happened to. I miss that guy. Liam Neeson's uh, wife. I forget her name. The actress. Uh, oh, I thought she was missing. She uh, <clears throat> no no she was taken. His daughter was taken. Taken that was it. His <laughs> wife actually. <laughs> Did the sunny she sunny bonoed into a tree? No, it's horrible. That is horrible. What's horrible way to go. about it? People hit trees and they're on skis and stuff, or even kids on sleds and stuff. That happens. That's terrible. And they walk around thinking, oh, "Okay, I'll shake it off." Like, and then like they Taylor die. Swift shaking off. <laughs> yeah, and and then they die later. So they call it a walking something. What do they call that? Somebody help me here. Death. Something. It's called walking. Dead something. man walking. And they thought that's what happened to uh, Billy. What's his face? The uh, the infomercial guy. Oh, really? It ended up being just. Uh, drugs drugs i yeah. think but he had had a, a, a suitcase hit him in the head or something hey didn't know. the sham wow sham wow guy get busted for drugs too no he'd been in jail though what's with these tele telemarketers and, no no dude but. you look in a mirror and you're going i'm i'm hawking sham wows for a living <laughs> i need something else i need an outlet <laughs> 
And and I know hey, something. You're, 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 you're talking to a guy who just showed you a pack of 100 of those magic erasers yes. that I got for four dollars. Bam! Overseas. Did uh, they from, say from uh, Ali, but wait from AliExpress? There's more. They said, but wait, there's more. We're gonna put it in this sort of like a trash bag, and we're gonna wrap it up in <laughs> some Save packing it. tape. It came 100. You know those magic erasers? They're melamine. Melamine. Am I pronouncing that right? I don't um, know. Melamine um, sponges. Not a sponsor. And not a sponsor. Well, that's just a thing. That's just yeah, actually it's a thing. It's a, not that's a sponsor. Actually, that's actually a melamine. Not a sponsor. That's not a company though. It's a thing. It's a. It's a. Yeah, but they don't sponsor us. So. It's a. It's a. It's a cleaning sponge. It's a cleaning sponge. Yes. But, it, but it's like the magic eraser. It does a great job. You spend like well, how much you buy when you buy a two pack of those? Yeah, two like bucks, three two, bucks, three or four bucks. Yeah, for like two of them. Yes. These are slightly smaller. Just not a, really. No, not much. Just yeah. a little. I like you going to grab one to show everybody. Yeah. Not really. They're, they're a little bit smaller. Not much. A hundred of them. The the Leeberry dogs are barking. <laughs> the, there's a there's a there's a hundred of them. I got for like four bucks. What a bargain! Shipped. That is amazing. I'm I'm into the bargains. You sure you are. AliExpress, not a not a sponsor. Muhammad AliExpress. Yeah. Are you good? Is this yours? Did you finish? Are you done? I've been done. I've been waiting on you to do something. This oh. this next story. You ready? Infuriates. Did you anybody. take your blood pressure medicine. Well, anybody that has any kind of a brain whatsoever. I still to this day do this. I'm bad about it, and I shouldn't be because I was I was raised better in the South. Yeah, I, I'm still to this, yes, to this day. Yes, sir, I am. Headline is North Carolina student and in North Carolina of all places. I know. Punished. Send her off on a train. <laughs> North Carolina student punished after calling his teacher ma'am. And okay. her excuse you'll get to in a minute. A 10-year-old from Tardoro. What? Tar- Tarboro. Tar- Tarboro. The name of the place he's from is as bad as trying to say his name. Ta- a 10-year-old from Tarboro, North Carolina, was punished in class for saying yes, ma'am, to his teacher. Craig, I would have been punished for not saying yes, ma'am. Correct. To a teacher. Correct. The parents of Tamaron Wilson say did the, a good job. The say the fifth grader came home from school visibly disappointed. He pulled a sheet of paper out of his book bag, covered front and back with the handwritten word "ma'am." Apparently, the teacher asked the student not to call her "ma'am," and when he did so, she had him write the word repeatedly as punishment. What we used to call write-offs. Right. Do you ever uh, do you ever find any like cheat, cheating? Well, you, you tape for, three pencils yes. together. <laughs> I, I did six. You, you tape a bunch of pencils together yes. and just start writing. I did six pencils and started writing. I didn't really Straight mind line. them. It's, it is mindless stuff. It, it was. Didn't you can do it watching TV. But I'm left-handed, and I was left with a hand that was covered in, in uh, pencil <laughs> dust, like lead. You know, because when you're left-handed, as you write, you're dragging your hand across it. Uh, yeah, you I know. Understand. I know. Apparently, the teacher asked the student not to call her ma'am. When he did so, she had him do write-offs. He was instructed to take it home and have, his, uh, have it signed by his parents. The uh, teacher also said if she had something, she would have thrown it at him, according to Wilson. So, Teresa Wilson and MacArthur Bryant, uh, Tamarin's parents, called the teacher's actions inappropriate, which I, I agree 100%. We would have a parent-teacher conference to Absolute, end all parent-teacher conferences. And I would make sure the whole time I'm talking to her, i say, listen here, ma'am. Yes, absolutely. Me too. They explained their son was raised to refer to elders as sir or ma'am, and he was not being disrespectful. Quite the, quite the opposite, actually. He, of all the kids in that room that were probably little snots, this kid's actually doing what he was taught exactly. to do and be, be friendly and be respectful. Uh, it wasn't right. It wasn't professional. As a teacher, it wasn't even appropriate. And I asked her why she thought it was okay to do that, said Tamron's mother. Uh, the parents met with the teacher and principal to discuss the incident and request their son be moved to a different classroom. Good for those parents. How about, no, toler- how about no tolerance? We just 
put her on like copier duty or something for at least a year to which how about we let her go home and write i will not and you know ma'am's got that uh, that that apostrophe in it yeah it does it's not easy we'll say we'll say uh you know i will not you know ma'am is an okay word ma'am is nice for younger people to call me or something like that i am ma'am i am ma'am yeah but the principal agreed uh however they want to make sure something similar doesn't happen to another child you know if it happened to my son said bryant I'm pretty sure uh, if not a week, a day, a month, a year, it will probably occur to someone else's child. According not if you remove the problem. Exactly. According to the school, the teacher in question has several years of experience. A school official released the following statement. Yeah, but her experience is being a jerk. She's got several years experience of Absolutely. being a jerk. This is a personal matter which uh, has been handled appropriately by the K-7 principal. That's the kind of this, teacher. This, this is beyond pick your battles. This is stupid. This was never even a thing. Political correctness has turned. Well, that's not even political correctness. Well, I, well, it is. No, but it's really not. It's 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 a form of respect. I mean, you wouldn't go to the queen and well, say, but, "Yeah," but political correctness has turned that around. But now. you wouldn't go up to Queen Elizabeth and say, "Hey, Liz." <laughs> I mean, I would because I don't have any respect. I don't really care about the monarchy. But 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 you I mean I, but I, that's not true. If I was there, I would respect them. But but the thing is, you know, that's like the queen saying, "Do not call me the queen." You know, they're just mascots. They are. They're just mascots. Actually, they apparently. I was I was uh actually no. There was actually I've got some info I'll share with you later. There's a guy that I, I ran into online. And we weren't watching where we were going, and um, <laughs> bumped right into he's him. He's from he's from Britain, and he was telling me there's a lot more to that than you think there is. Really, they're a lot more involved than you expect. Yeah, he was actually a pretty pretty smart guy, and I can't I gotta figure out where we were talking, and I've got the notes somewhere. I think he messaged me. Well, I would actually be interested to hear some of that. You know, they just had that big, uh, what was it? Some kind of special on uh, on the the whole family. It was it was a. Um, I want to say it was a miniseries. His name is Miles. Well, of course it is. What a British name. Um, Pardon me, Miles. Would you pass me the grape? Oh, he sent me a link to a video, but we talked about some more stuff. I got to look here and find did, it. Did, did you offend him by talking down to the uh, the royals? I said, look here, dude. <laughs> we saved your butt once in, in the war, right? Or was it twice? I can't remember. Who's keeping tabs? Who's counting? <clears throat> I like the Brits as long as they're friendly and not being, you know, snot- I like the Brits. snotty. I, I like Doctor Who. I do like Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, we were watching, uh, 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 b- 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 well, Glenn G. Yes. She was watching. Uh, Poke him with a snake? No, she was watching the show that came on right before that. It was uh, Sherlock. <laughs> Sherlock. Is, and uh, I've never seen, I've seen, no, I've seen the British Sherlock. That's it. With, okay, with yeah, Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good show. And I said to her, I says. <laughs> and I said to her. I said to her, I says, um, you know. Just such great storytelling. Absolutely. I mean, the, these shows are, are like a movie length, like almost an hour and a half yeah. for one show. Yeah, they're like little movies. And Doctor Who is the same. I, mean, I haven't looked to see if, if the same writers and everybody are in, involved, but there's just the storytelling is second to none. Yeah. They're just so good at telling stories and very inventive, very good stories. And I'm not getting paid by the Brits to say this. No. I'm being, no, th- I'm being threatened by them to say this. <laughs> they have brought us some, some golden entertainment. They're great. Monty Python. Oh. <sighs> You know, but at the same time, they're not known known for being overly friendly. Sometimes they brought us a a pop singer in the '80s that only I seem to remember by the name of Monty Video. Nobody else ever remembers. He he had a sing, not, yeah he had was, a had a single called Shoop Shoop Diddy Wop yeah, comma no, comma no. Wang Dang. That was the title. <laughs> and I really I actually special ordered the album. Please from don't a, ever talk again. <laughs> I special ordered the album they from Sound a, Shop. 
they brought us a lot of really great British. I love the second British invasion from yeah. the eighties. Oh, yeah. Some of my favorite music is still from there. It's just, uh, yes, uh, they have some some really good stuff. But for now, yeah, I'd like to talk about two men that were sighted. They didn't have they couldn't see before <laughs> after jet skiing naked on Gull Lake. <laughs> two men jets. That is so dangerous. It really <laughs> for many reasons. Well, it's just it's just not very sightly. No, even though they were sighted, uh, they were sighted after they got on. Well, yeah. they, here's what happened. Okay, they got on the things blind. Didn't realize they had clothes. God gave them their vision <laughs> they, back. They, they thought they were the emperor. Well, here's what happened. They jumped on these things blind. They said, "We're yeah. gonna, we're going to do this," but they didn't know they weren't. They didn't know they had any clothes on. God sighted them. He gave them their sight back temporarily, and then they they, they were like, they, they realized they weren't at the nudist beach anymore. <laughs> they, no. In fact, there was a lot of vomiting going on on the beach. Yes. Two men were sighted after they were seen uh, jet skiing naked on Gull Lake earlier this month, according to the Department of Natural Resources incident report. The report said a DNR officer was called on August 12th to Steamboat Bay on Gull Lake. <laughs> Sounds like there's a song in here. Steamboat Bay. Steamboat Bay. Bay. Uh, that's the one. Actually, that that is the one where the, they've got the steamboat named the the Cleveland Steamer that goes up and down. <laughs> I thought the Cleveland Steamer was something else. No, no, no. It's that one. <laughs> I thought it was the football team. No, no. <laughs> it's your football team. <laughs> no. Uh, they're the, saying the Browns are going to be good this year. Right? <laughs> Where's the rim shot? We don't have it anymore. I don't have it. <laughs> While launching a boat, the DNR officer was. To, why was he launching it? Does he have a catapult? Or is it that other thing that I forget the name of all the time? It's got the rope. It swings it above it and throws it. <laughs> the rope. The rope-a-dope. Anyway, you're the rope-a-dope. You're a dope on a rope. Whatever. While launching the boat, the DNR officer was told by a Craggins resort. Craggins. Craggin. Release the Craggin. Craig. Craggin. Craggin. Craggin resort employee. Naked people on jet skis had circled <laughs> one of the resort's pontoons. The, they were, you know they were going, woo <laughs> The uh, the employee also said that a blue boat that appeared to be with the jet skis circled a sailboat. That was the tidy bowl guy. The blue boat. Some could call these jet skis blue boats at this point. They could. Nearly capsizing it. The incident report said the officer was able to locate the bl- that blue boat and the two jet skis. The officer also witnessed the two jet skis jumping the boat wake extremely close to the boat. The incident report said the DNR officer was able to stop both the boat and the jet skis. And what report- do you do? Hold up his hands. He probably had his eyes, hands over his eyes. <laughs> Stop right there. Uh, the report said the two men on the jet skis identified as Daniel Klingelhutz <laughs> and Cody Tesla. Did you say Klingelhutz? Klingelhutz. <laughs> that is awesome. Daniel Klingelhutz. <laughs> I want to meet him. And Cody. Clothed. And Cody Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. Tesla. Admitted to operating the jet skis without any clothing. Why would you admit it? You can see it. Yes, sir. We're naked. I admit yes, it. Yes, sir. I admit it. We are naked. <laughs> the two witnesses, uh, no, I said two witnesses also gave statements to the DNR officer that they had seen the two on jet skis with nothing on but a life jacket. Well, see, that's, that's that is misleading. That's not naked. That is not naked. They were under the law. Uh, check it out. They had like a law office. Be the offices of Klingle Huts and Tesla. <laughs> Both Klingle, Klingle Huts. both Klingle Huts That's and Tesla. That's the band name of the week. Klingle Huts oh, and Tesla. Oh, we haven't Tesla. had one in a while. No, Klingle, Klingle Huts and Tesla. Tesla. It's a duo. Uh, but don't go see them in concert. Do not go see them. <laughs> Just buy the albums. Or if you're there, make sure you're sitting where the jet ski's in front of them. <laughs> they had... Uh, no, okay, oh, here we go. Goodness. They were cited for disorderly 
conduct and careless operation of a watercraft, according to the incident report. The incident report said Ryan Klingelhutz, the operator of the boat, was also cited... <laughs> So this was his brother. There's Daniel. Oh, the Klingelhutz <laughs> brothers. This is the, this somebody dared somebody here. It was the Klingelhutz brothers. You know, you know, you know Danny Klingelhutz. Yeah, oh, Dan, it's his yes. son, Daniel. Oh, old man Klingelhutz and Ryan. Yeah, remember the twins? They were no taller than a grasshopper last time we saw them, and they were hey, not brother. wearing. And they would run around no clothes on with little tiny pretend jet skis. Around. You're a wimp if you don't get on that jet ski naked. Come out here and circle I my dare boat. You do it. You time. I'm double oh. dog dare you. All right, here we go. Ready. Time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Now, Craig, you may recognize that we've had this Top 10 before, but it's been over a year ago and things have changed. All right. So, well, here's the deal. I've only read one of them. I see. I have read <laughs> one, two, three, I've four, read one of them. five, six, seven. I've read seven of these. But I think the one I've read counts because it's more than all of the other ones combined. <laughs> okay. Uh, top 10 best books of all time. Number 10, Catching Fire, Suzanne Collins. Baloney. She wrote that and had to have somebody else finish it. <laughs> Baloney. Right after they couldn't put her out in time. combustion. That's, uh, I hate, I hate that series with a passion because it's nothing but know. Battle Royale. We can knock, we can knock out this list so fast because I hadn't read any of it. Okay, number nine, Catcher in the Rye. Have you read that one? I need to read that because. It's uh, so good. Do you know J.D. Salinger who wrote that? Yeah. His, was it his son was in the low budget captain america movie from like the 90s oh i didn't know that That columbia put out i had no idea and it's uh sound it's his son i know there's some that's really just good craig's da- random trip which we can't tell you craig's random story <laughs> craig's random trivia we uh the the book i i read it because uh at the time people were were committing crimes and they were getting caught finding this book in their pocket and i wanted to know what what was it good what's the deal i loved it yeah. i really did it made me want to go out and shoot somebody that it, don't say that no it did not Do it not didn't really that. this is but a family friendly hold on a second listen kids <laughs> at the sound of the train whistle i'm gonna take you're your gonna, toys you're away you're gonna forget what aaron just said because that was not family friendly it was rude <laughs> It was rude. Well, the guy that shot uh, Ford had it on him. The guy that he shot, shot his Jim, truck. The guy that shot John Lennon had two copies yeah. with him. Well, in case he lost one. Yeah, exactly. So I or it I, fell in the water bowl like my box did over there in the dog's water bowl. <laughs> I was in college when I read it, and I asked. You know, we got my, a dog here at the annex, right? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Um, I asked my literature teacher at the time why, why, because I didn't see a connection why? between this book and and crime. And she said that the people, you say crime. people relate so much to Holden Caulfield, the main character, yeah. that yeah. they become connected to the novel. And he had issues. Was there ever a movie? Yeah, I think there was. I didn't see it. Can but we get through this? Was. Oh, go ahead. Number eight. Number eight, top 10 best books of all times. Uh, 1984, George Orwell. Now, I, I did read Animal Farm. That doesn't count. That's I, not 1984. I know 1984. it doesn't count, but I wanted to relate that I have read something that was George Orwell. Now, 1984 was a good book. Now, he didn't get as, I mean, he, he nailed a lot of stuff. He's a carpenter. <laughs> the thing is, there's. Did he sing back up? If you think about it, he was just a few years off because there's nowhere you can go other than your house. And even your house has cameras all over it laptops, you know? phones. You know, there's. So he pretty much nailed it. But uh, Brave New World actually got more right about the future so far as uh, my we're, we're not even halfway through this list. You don't, don't get me started on books. Number seven. Too late. Go. 
Uh, number seven, The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. One of the worst books I've ever read in my life. I hated every word in it. It was terrible. If there's one thing to leave you scratching your head after listening to this episode, why was number six, Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Now, that's a funny little book. Uh, How could it be the that. best book of all time? I that, uh, ask uh, Top Tens. Thetop10s.com. The worst Top10s.com. Number five is another clunker, The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Skip that one, please. Number four of the top ten best books of all time, The Lord of the Rings, J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, number three, uh, I've also read Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows by J.K. Rowling, uh, which was a very uh, fun book. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Number two. Number two. The Hobbit. Another Tolkien book. Yeah. I I find those, those everybody loves those things. I, it's just not my genre. Not the books are better than the movies. Because no, I, I just, you know, even though that I did lend our last name to the story yeah. of The Hobbit. Yes. Uh, did you ever get it back? No. Darn. Well, I actually got him Fletch barred it for a while. But uh, anyway. You That's gotta, a whole other story. You got to go down a rabbit, rabbit hole to figure that out. Uh, top 10 best books of all time. Aaron's got number one. The number one top 10 best books of all time, the Bible. Bible's awesome. It is awesome. I've read the entire thing. Same you know here. what's awesome about Ditto it? Ditto on that. You know what's awesome about it? It's great. It's all true. Well, well aside from that, yeah, it's a true story. Even if you even if you refuse, which I don't know why, but if you refuse to believe it, that's fine. Yeah, we still love you. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing: it's got everything. It's got murder. Everything. Yep. Violence. Mystery. A little sex. Yeah. It's got, you know, it's got like a whole book of it. A whole book of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got. I mean, it's got everything. It's got futuristic sci-fi. Dude, it's, it's got. It's got. Uh, bears. It does have bears yeah. and lions and Lots tigers. Of lions. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, it's 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 amazing. So half of those books were really good. And they, well, more than did half. you know? By the way, we have more manuscripts of the Bible consistent to each other than any other transcript in the possession of human beings. It's amazing. It's almost miraculous. Crazy. Yeah, and that's a fact, Jack. You can look that up. <laughs> okay, I will. Huh. We don't uh, have. We don't, we've got more proof of that than we do of uh, Shakespeare. How about that, Jack? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to episode two hundred five. Come back uh, on Monday. Get your week started with episode two hundred six. Yeah, how about it? Hey, and if you have time, leave us a review. Subscribe. Tell your friends. All right, I'm putting the I'm putting the train whistle away. You're not going to have it for two hundred six. Okay, I'm done. See you next time. <laughs>